Hello, this is Supriti from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 31st of March. India registered 1,225 COVID-19 cases and 28 linked deaths in the last 24 hours. The total COVID tally stands at over 4 crore 30 lakh, while the death toll crossed 5 lakh 21 thousand. The active cases in the country have declined to 14,704, thereby comprising 0.03% of the total infections, as per the Union Health Ministry data. So far, India has administered over 183 crore COVID-19 vaccinations, of which over 22 lakh 27 thousand doses were given yesterday. The WHO released its updated COVID-19 strategic preparedness, readiness, and response plan yesterday. in which it stated that the severity of the virus might reduce with time or there could be a spread of a more virulent covid variant WHO chief Tedros Adhanom in a press conference highlighted the importance of booster doses for vulnerable populations in order to maintain their immunity against the virus Globally covid-19 has infected over 487 million people claiming the lives of over 6.1 million Chief Justice of India NV Ramana today launched a software called Faster which would ensure quick and secure electronic communication of court orders NDTV reported This software would facilitate timely release of prisoners at the time of bail who otherwise need to wait for hard copies of court orders The software was launched in an online event that was attended by the Chief Justice and several Supreme Court and High Court judges Ramana explained the concept of fast and secure transmission of electronic records which is faster at the event. He said and I quote, "The concept of faster took shape after reading a news report regarding prisoners not being released despite the Supreme Court granting them bail 3 days ago as the physical copies of the orders were not delivered to the prison officials." End quote. In July 2021, a bench headed by Ramana had taken sue motor cognizance of delays in the release of convicts even after issuing bail orders due to a non-receipt or non-verification of judicial orders. The court had then addressed that in the age of the internet, the jail authorities were still relying on ancient modes of communication. Currently, nearly 73 nodal officers at the high court level have been selected to execute the software. They have also been assigned 1887 email IDs. Ramana said that communication will remain restricted to the email ID holders, which would further ensure confidentiality, safety and security. Listeners, my colleague Lasya Shekhar had recently reported on the seizure of certain mobile phones by the Bangalore police. She spoke to locals there who faced the incident, including a member of Bengaluru's Banjara layout, an activist and a lawyer. You can read the report on our website newslaundry.com. It is titled Are Bengaluru Cops Forcing Locals to Hand Over Phones to Check WhatsApp Photos? The reason we are able to report on issues of public interest such as this without any pressure from political parties or corporations is because we don't depend on them for ads. We rely only on you to support us. So if you are not a part of our independent news model already head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right hand corner of the screen our lowest subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month pay to keep news free the supreme court today struck down the tamil nadu government's law to provide 10.5% reservation to people from the one year caste in government jobs and educational institutions bar and bench reported The Tamil Nadu government had filed a plea in the Supreme Court to challenge the Madras High Court's order on striking down the law. 
a bench comprising Justices L. Nageshwara Rao and B. R. Gavai heard the case. The court, while disagreeing with the state government's plea, said, and I quote, We are of the opinion that there is no basis to treat one year as a separate group compared to others. Thus, the 2021 Act is ultra-virus Articles 14 and 16 of the Constitution, end quote. The court further stated that even though there is no restriction on the power of the state and that caste can be the basis of internal reservation, but it cannot be the sole basis. The Apex Court referenced its ruling in the Indra Sahani case, in which it had mentioned that caste can be the starting point but not the sole basis, and that, in this case, it is incumbent on the state government to justify the reasonableness of the decision. The Madras High Court had earlier ruled that the law on the internal reservation for vaneers brought by the EIA-DMK government was without quantifiable data on the socio-economic status of the people belonging to the caste. The Rajya Sabha today bade farewell to 72 members retiring during the March-July period, Indian Express reported. The retiring members include A.K. Antony, P. Chidambaram, Subramanian Swami, Prasanna Acharya, Satish Chandra Mishra, M.C. Maricom, and Swapan Das Gupta, among others. Rajya Sabha Chairman M. Venkaya Naidu stated that these 72 members have a parliamentary experience of 181 terms, that is, 143 terms in the Rajya Sabha and 38 in the Lok Sabha. Of the 72, 65 members represented 19 states and 7 were nominated in the Rajya Sabha. Prime Minister Narendra Modi also recounted the contributions made by the retiring MPs, thereby urging them to share their experience in the House with people across the country and inspire the future generation. The Prime Minister further added, and I quote, When experienced people go, the responsibility of those remaining increases and they have to take the House forward. In the 75th year of India's independence, our great men have given us a lot and now it's our responsibility to make our contribution to the nation. I urge the retiring members to inspire our coming generations. End quote. Union Home Minister Amit Shah today declared that the central government has decided to reduce the areas that fall under the Armed Forces Special Powers Act in Nagaland, Assam and Manipur, Scroll.in reported. AFSPA allows army personnel to search, arrest and open fire when deemed necessary for the maintenance of public order. According to a government press release, the act will not be effective in certain regions from 1st April. The areas in which AFSPA will not apply include 23 districts of Assam, one in which there will be a partial removal. Additionally, the act will be inapplicable in six of Manipur's districts and seven districts in Nagaland. Amit Shah tweeted that this decision comes as a result of an improved security situation and fast-track development in the region. He further added that efforts are being taken to end insurgency in the region. In the press release, the Home Ministry also claimed that incidents of militancy have reduced by 70% in the northeast between 2014 and 2021. In the past few months, chief ministers and several civil rights organizations in the Northeast had demanded a repeal of AFSPA from the states. This was heightened after 14 civilians were reportedly killed by security forces in Mon in December 2021. The Nagaland Assembly had also passed a resolution that sought for the withdrawal of AFSPA by the centre in the region. However, at the time, the act was extended in the state for six months. On the fifth week of Russia's military invasion in Ukraine, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky today asked the Dutch parliament for weapons and reconstruction aid while urging them to halt all business with Russia, NDTV reported. 
In a video link of the Ukrainian president's interaction with the Dutch lawmakers, Zelensky stated that stronger actions against Russia are needed and that the Dutch nation should ban all its trade with Russia. Meanwhile, Ukrainian Deputy Prime Minister Irina Vereshchuk announced today that the government is sending 45 buses for the evacuation of citizens from Mariupol. The Russian Defence Ministry has declared a local ceasefire in the city. As per the British military intelligence, Russian shelling and missile strikes have continued in Chernobyl, despite Russia's statements indicating a reduction of military activity in the area, NDTV reported. On the other hand, Turkey's foreign minister, Mevlu Kavasoglu, stated today that talks between Ukrainian and Russian foreign ministers could happen soon. This comes after Turkey had organized talks for peace negotiations between the two countries this week in Istanbul. As per the United Nations Refugee Agency, the number of Ukrainians who have left the country since the Russian invasion add up to more than 4 million, Reuters reported. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.